Welcome to Janolaism. I am your host, Jasmine Nola, and this is my podcast where I say what I want and I keep it real. I discuss celeb gossip, reality TV, and everything I'm going through weekly. While I talk, I'm usually sipping my drink of choice. Now, that would have been my intro probably three years ago, but things have changed, and we are adding a new segment called Realish. This is going to be where I'm either talking about serious topics going on in the world or interviewing someone about a certain topic, whether it be race in America, becoming a mother, a business owner, so on, so on. You get it. I'm going to have a different guest every week. They're usually my friends or my family and sometimes literally a total stranger. So sit back and enjoy. This is my advice, my opinion, and as you all know, you can either take it or leave it. Hi everybody, welcome back for another episode of Janolaism. We are back and this is not, we're not doing headlines, we are not talking about pop culture, this is strictly a Janolaism episode. I am giving it to you real, my opinion, my advice, you could take it, you could leave it. We are going to talk about a lot today. Um, we are going to talk about, for some reason, so I was watching TV the other yesterday. What was it? Monday. And E was doing a marathon of the E True Hollywood Story. Do you remember that show? But it's so it's coming back apparently and it was all about sex in the city and it just made me think about what I learned on sex in the city. Like I'm not going to get into it right now cuz that's what this episode's about, but that's what we're going to talk about today. It just made my mind go like go in 20 different directions about like, oh, I remember this episode and I thought this or like I know a friend that has been through this or something very similar or when I saw this, like I couldn't believe it, but then it happened to me down the road. Um and it just taught me so much about not only like just not relationships in general with like a a significant other or like a male a man but like your friendship and that's really what sex in the city was about like yes I know it was called sex in the city because the women were sleeping with these men and going on dates but the core of it was friendship and that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about my bachelorette party we're going to talk about marriage Ooh, it makes me cringe and then we're going to talk about not being married not being in a relationship and being single and why it's cool why it's not like a scarlet letter on your freaking chest and why you don't need to be ashamed that you are in your mid to late uh, 20s, almost 30, and you're embarrassed that you're single. There's nothing wrong with that. We're going to talk about it. But before we start, I know we're not supposed to do headlines, but this literally just dropped. So like if I don't talk about it, who am I? You know, um, so are we ready for breaking news? It's not really breaking news because it's all over the Internet and I've talked about it on the Janolaism Instagram, but you're going to hear it loud and clear in your ears jen shaw and her assistant are going to jail they've been charged with federal fraud and conspiracy so let me read to you what deadline.com has really quickly more legal trouble for the real housewives franchise federal prosecutor says real housewives of salt lake city star jen shaw and her assistant stuart smith who we know she hired so but they probably tried to make it legal and now they're really going to jail um they engaged in a nationwide fraud telemarketing and conspiracy to commit money laundering that's insane according to the filing the duo and other accomplices carried out a wide-ranging telemarketing scheme that defrauded hundreds of victims throughout the united states many of whom were over age 55 they are accused of selling those victims so-called business services in connection with the victims online businesses Oof. 
Sean Smith are each charged with one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing through which they victimized 10 or more persons over the age of 55. That charge carries a maximum sentence of 30 years. Jesus Christ. They were also each hit with one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering, which carries a maximum sentence of 20 years. Okay. A hot mess. And all I have to say is stop coming on the show if you have skeletons. Stop coming on the show if you are doing illegal things. Like, I don't understand. We learned with Teresa. Who else is... Who else has gone to jail? Someone else has gone. Oh, Karen. Karen on Potomac and her husband. You know what I mean? Like, they had to file for bankruptcy. Let's not forget the Loritas on Real Housewives in Jersey. They also had to file for bankruptcy. Like, stay t- stay being normal. You still were rich. Like, not really, but fake rich with this fake money that you were getting from people. You know, stealing their money. So, like, why do you need to become famous? It's like, I don't feel bad for you then. You're stupid. We'll dive into this more on Reality Recap Monday, but I just couldn't start this without doing that. So, let's go. Okay, where should I start? Do I want to start with Sex and the City or do I want to start with my Bachelorette? You know what? I'm going to start with my Bachelorette. First, I want to say a big, huge thank you to all of my friends that came and a huge thank you to my ride or die, my maid of honor, Brittany, when I tell you this girl, I don't know why she hasn't quit yet. I have no idea, but it speaks to the woman that she is, and I am so thankful and grateful to have her as one of my best friends. She was amazing. She put the whole thing together. She had these um, cute little itinerary cards, and if anyone asked her, so what restaurant are we going tonight? Oh, what brunch place are we going tonight? What uh, time is so-and-so coming? She would literally flip around and be like, why don't you check your itinerary card that I gave you and I put in your room when we arrived? I was like, please go check your itinerary card before she slashes your throat. But I loved it. Um, It was an amazing time. We had so much fun. But what I want to talk about, I don't want to talk about how much fun we had, even though we had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. There was a lot of twerking. There was a lot of drinking. When I tell you, I feel ill. I am not drinking until my bridal shower. I did have a glass of wine last night. And honestly, it wasn't even a glass. It was like a light pour. It was a light pour. It wasn't even in a wine glass. It was in a little cup. Yeah. It w- yeah. I barely drank. I barely drank. It was a sip. A slurp, if you will. Um. So, but what I want to talk about is bachelor- bachelorette parties in general and why they exist. Well, not why they exist. Oh, yeah. I feel like, and I talked about this a few episodes ago, you know, it's supposed to be the last hurrah and all that. And yes, it is a last hurrah with before I get married. But I feel like why are we, why is it this thing where we think a woman's life ends when she gets married or that it's supposed to? Not that it does, but that in some way you are no longer allowed to go on this a girl's trip. It's your last hurrah. No, I'm going to have other hurrahs. We're going to have another girl's trip. Honestly, though, like, I'm I'm happy with girl's trips. I want them. But also, like, Robbie and I, we like traveling together. And also, all of our friends, like, Robbie's friends and my friends, they get along really well. We're already discussing, like, doing a really big trip and things like that. So what I'm confused about here, I guess, like, what I'm trying to communicate, but I, my brain isn't matching up with my mouth, is that why have we made it seem as if life 
ends with marriage. I'm just a little bit confused with that. If someone wants to explain it to me, I would love that. Um, but for me, it just doesn't feel that way. Yes, I think there is a new beginning, but I don't think you're losing anything. I think you're gaining something, but I feel like, um, I'll give you an example. You know, there are some women who, once they get married, they only want to be around other married couples. They don't want to be around singles. I don't get that. I don't understand that. Do you not trust your man or your significant other? Why is that? I mean... Now, in friendships in general, do you grow apart from people? Yes, but I don't think that has anything to do with whether you're married or you're not. I mean, I guess I'm not married yet, so maybe I shouldn't say this because things could change. But for me, I don't see myself getting married and then not talking to my single friends anymore or kind of cutting back on my single friends or not inviting them to functions that I'm throwing like if I have a dinner party or if like we have a friendsgiving or a birthday party why and I'm like oh no she's single uh and everyone else is a couple unless that person would be uncomfortable which I would literally ask but I don't think any of my friends would be but I would always like I, I've never not put something out there like let's say like let's say by next year all of my friends are in relationships and maybe there's one or two people that aren't and everyone else is a couple of course I would be like hey having this thing just want to let you know it's it's a couple's thing it's not a couple's thing but there are going to be a lot of couples there if you don't feel like dealing with that one bring a date or two I'm just letting you know because sometimes I would say this I don't have a problem being around single people as a couple but I feel like if I was single couples annoy the hell out of me couples annoy the hell out of me and I'm a couple they just do too much they're always touching and kissing and 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 they have to sit next to each other that's not me and Robbie we flutter we go like I'm in one corner he's in the next we and sometimes he doesn't he's not even in the corner he's on the couch by himself I might do a check-in with him because sometimes he might be ready to go because like he's not a mingler I'm a mingler but like he's not annoyed that I'm mingling unless he has to be up in the morning for work that's the only time he'll give me the look like I drove us here so we need to go because I have to be up early in the morning that's the only time that's all I ever get from him it's not like I don't want to be here I'm over these people I mean he does it to his own friends too like he just Robbie's just I'm a people person you know I like to be all up in your face and getting all the tea and all the drinks and let's have fun and Robbie's just like sitting back and like you come to him he's an Aries I'm a Leo we've talked about this right yeah so but I don't know what was I talking about the bachelorette I just don't know why we've made it this big thing. I don't think that it's that. Did I have a great time? Yes. But while we were on it, literally, we were all like, oh my God, we need to do this every year. And yes, I feel like a lot of groups of women say this. And life happens and babies happen and husbands happen and jobs happen. So will we do it every year? I don't know. Is it something that we want to do every year? Yes. Will we try to? Of course. But life happens as I've said in past episodes, I feel like in the future when life does happen is when I will want those girls trips. You know what I mean? Like a kid, one kid in is enough for me. Uh, once I pop out one child, I will literally breastfeed because I want to lose the weight. I don't really care about the nutrients portion of it. I mean, I want my child to be healthy, but, and that's another thing. We, we actually did talk about that on the Bachelorette. How crazy is that? We sat and we talked about like when, when I would have a child, um, it wasn't not that it was all about me, but I am the only one getting married at the point. A lot of girls are in relationships, but 
no one else is engaged so we were just talking about like when we think I would have a child and if I like it my friend Joanna called me out she said she thinks I'm all talk I agree with her I definitely am all talk um I don't get excited about kids like once in a blue moon I do but then I just remember I think I get excited about like ooh instagram photos and i'm just gonna be honest with you like that's what i think about i'm just not gonna lie i think about how cute my kid would be on instagram how like i'm gonna make robbie take these cute um photos of us and when i say us i mean me and my child robbie can come in if he wants to but let's be real i carried it and gave birth so like i don't care if he's in the photo or not i appreciate him for his part but we wouldn't be in this predicament if it wasn't for him so he can stay out um I've also thought about this sounds really creepy I've also thought about how I'm going to announce I have three different ways I'm going to announce I'm either gonna be it's gonna be off my vibe so it's either gonna be super super not early but like I'm gonna like drop like cute photo or cute little like uh Instagram video I'm thinking of like when I get pregnant I would like to record it record when I tell Robbie because I just know his his reaction is gonna be all people want because we all know like Robbie's the one who truly wants the child I'm just here I'm Robbie's surrogate at this point you know what I mean like I know that he loves me but like once I have a child it's it's literally like I will be a ghost around this house so I definitely that's one of my things or drop a cute little photo or keep it super quiet no one really knows but like close friends and fam my close friends and my family and then I drop I drop the video of my baby being born I would love to do that but I'm so bad at not posting I love to post I love to tell everyone what I'm eating what I'm doing I hate that I am that person I hate people that do that but I am one of those people so that would be really hard for me but I don't know I might be really protective of my child maybe I won't want to post I don't know we'll see but I would love to hold out and just like feel I would love to do a Kylie Jenner on you hoes I just would I would love to film everything and then have have my baby and then boom y'all get a three minute video and it's like oh wait she oh my god she's pregnant oh no wait she's like eight months pregnant oh no wait she's had the baby oh she's dope that's just like what I want to do um I went on it's okay let's just keep going I I I know I talked about a lot in one thing but all I'm saying is the bachelorette party is not the last straw that's where I was going but we truly went above and beyond I am Buzz Lightyear up in this hoe but that's okay um what else so hmm, I feel like this is gonna be hard to talk about but I'm gonna do it I feel like I have and I feel like if you know me and if you follow me on Instagram I'm pretty vocal about it marriage it's just it's not my cup of tea and let me say that my marriage will be because I'm going to do my marriage me and Roberto's way um we are gonna make our marriage work for us I do think I've talked about this a lot Robbie and I have grown up very differently um he is a little bit more old school I am a little bit more modern and that's okay we you know we are still we still have not found the perfect way to be in a marriage but I think that we've learned like we have to figure out what works for us not worked for our parents not works for society but what works for us in our home um and that's okay and i just want to say you know to my other people who are engaged or married i don't think you doing your marriage your way is wrong there's no right way to do a marriage it's only right if it works for you and if you're happy and i think that's why i don't 
love marriage. I don't love what it stands for. I don't love what the old men, the old white men have written down in books and like broke it down for us and told us what a marriage is supposed to be. I don't believe a man is the head. I believe a man is supposed to protect and nurture and I believe all of that. But there are times where I have to protect Robbie. There are times where I have to be the force. So, I mean, I kill the spiders in the home. So, am I now the man? You know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I don't understand what this old school barbaric way of thinking is where we just think that marriage is one way. It's not. You can bring home the bacon. You can take the kids everywhere. You can be super mom. You can be stay-at-home dad. You can go to work every day as a dad and then still come home and act like your kids exist i hate when people are like yeah my husband had a bad day so like he just went in the room for a second i mean robbie does that but it's just me and like he knows like me and vindy really don't give a damn but if robbie came home after a hard day maybe went to his office for a second which he does like he puts everything in his office he takes a shower and then he but like if he literally didn't speak to anyone in the family or like me and my children and the dog and he didn't give us at least like a what's up or how was your day i'm i'm a how was your day person I think Robbie literally thinks I'm trying to be like a step for wise, but I truly care. I truly care. How was your day? So he'll come home and like we'll be eating and we've probably been at home for like an hour or so. I've cooked whatever. And I'm like, so how was your day? And he'll tell me and he'll be like, how was your day? And I'll tell him and we complain or we say how great it went and it is what it is. And then after that, he goes play Call of Duty and I go play my house and I go watch my housewives and I recap and y'all watch that is what works for us is is that going to work for you i don't know try it out see you know it's all it's a relationship is literally trial and error because you have to figure out a happy medium between the both of you does it mean that they're gonna love it no there are things that i do that robbie can't stand there are things that robbie does that i can't stand. like i hate the way he washes dishes he hates that I leave my stuff all over the place. He just yelled at me about it this morning. I cooked last night. Well, I put um, Tyson chicken tenders <laughs> in the oven and then I cut them up and I made a salad because, of course, that's me making dinner. And then I poured a glass of wine while I did that, my, my sip of wine. And, you know, I took all the baking sheets and like the baking stuff that I use for like, cup- I haven't used them yet, but that I will use in the future for cupcakes, cookies, all that. And I took it out and I put it on the counter and I turned the oven off. And when I took the stuff out, I never put the other extra stuff back in that I usually leave in the oven when it's off. And this morning, I was literally about to leave. I was like, bye, babe, I got to go. And he was like, did you, did you put, are you going to put the stuff back in? And I was like, yeah, no, I was like, yeah, it just goes back in the oven. Like, you can put it, he was like, looking at me like, "Mm," but we need to clean up after ourselves. And you know, I do. Because I yell at him when he doesn't do it. So I was like a little annoyed because I had started the car. I had to go. But it literally took a second. But that is our language. You know, he didn't really say much. Like, because I basically told him, no, you put it back in. And he was like, no, you put it back. But also, this is how our relationship works. My therapist used to be like, why are you keeping tallies? I said, that's just how we work. I think she thinks that we're like a terrible couple and we're probably not going to make it, but we will. Don't worry about it, Nadia. We'll check in soon. Uh, Because I used to be like, no, I can't do that because then he'll have that over me. She was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, like, you know, if you do something bad or you make a mistake, and I don't mean something big. I mean, like, you know, not putting the dishes away. Robbie and I hold that. Like, we'll be in a fight and we'll both like start pulling stuff. It's like, you didn't put the dishes away that time or you didn't do that. It's just our thing. It's not serious. It's just like, 
it's all we have you know can't call each other out for cheating that we know of you know what I mean or like anything like that so it's like all if all I have to throw out at him is that he didn't wash his one dish that he put in the sink and I had to wash it when I came home then that's what we're gonna do if he has to throw out that I left the baking stuff on the counter and didn't put it back in the oven after I was done I'd rather that I mean come on so my advice here is just to do your marriage your way there is no right way my way isn't right but it works for me and I'm happy in it and and I think that goes for any relationship I I cannot stand when like you tell someone something you're like that unless it's super toxic I'm I'm making a face but like like sweetie and Quavo like that that's when you can kind of sit your friend down and be like okay so so weedy we need to reevaluate he is not good for you I don't think you are even good for each other this doesn't need to happen anymore but when someone's telling you like yeah I come home and I do the dishes and he does this or like or if a guy would say to a guy like you know like to his friends like oh yeah I do the dishes and she does this that's not for you to be like oh man you do the dishes like what kind of relationship are you in like you don't do the dishes she does like why don't you shut up that's why you're alone Fred okay you know so do your marriage your way do what works for you what makes you and your partner happy if you and your partner are happy bump the rest of them who are they they're nobody they're others they don't apply do they pay your mortgage do they cook you dinner do they massage your feet after a long day do they cuddle up with you when you're cold and you put your foot under their foot just to get a little warm under the cover on the couch no so they don't matter be gone it took a lot out of me it's you know when I start talking fast like this it's like my mouth is dry and I can't I'm sorry if y'all could hear that I have a new headset and I think it picks up everything so I I'm sorry if you just heard that like uh seltzer I got also this isn't an ad obviously but like who has tried Target's good and gather sparkling water I'm drinking the pomegranate dragon fruit right now it's bomb. I'm going to take another sip. I'm going to try and not get it into um, the mic. It's just so good. You need it. You need to get it. Go out and get it. So, being single. This is for my single gals and guys. But I know my audience is mostly gals. It's okay to be single. You should not be ashamed. You should not feel like you are failing behind. You should not feel as if you need to catch up. I know that we, as a woman, we all have timelines. Listen, time, timelines? Okay. This is sparkling water, I swear. Um, timelines. We have them. And I get it. I have mine. Like the other day, I was driving home with my mom and I literally started crying because I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be 30. But. I don't want to have a kid right now, but I also don't want to have a have a kid when I'm turning 30. Like, I want to enjoy my 30th birthday. I'm going to have a kick-ass 30th birthday. We're going to drink. We're going to get wasted. We're going to have a great time. And then my 30, my, that year is just for me. Like, it's for nobody else. But and then it's like, I want to, so then that means I would have to wait till after 30 if I don't have it before 30. But then I've also only given myself till 32 because that's just me. Those that, That's that's my timeline. I don't want to have a kid past 32. And if I 
don't. I don't think I will. I'm not like, that's just how I feel. It could happen. But that's the timeline I have in my head. Like if it's not happening after 32, I don't want it to happen. So, you know, it's unrealistic. And I don't know why we do this. I'm not coming at you like being like screw the timeline but low-key yeah screw the timeline I'm not only talking to you I'm talking to myself these timelines are stupid I I understand it's our bodies and you know we're kind of on a biological clock and like if we miss it we miss it but you know what I was talking to my camera my cousin Cameron today and we I don't know if any of you ever watched the Keisha Cole reality show it's okay if you didn't but I did and there was this line her mother said and me and my cousin Cameron talked about today and we said at the end of the day what does any of it matter? And like, come on, mic drop. At the end of the day, what does any of it matter? What does it matter if you get married at 35? What does it matter if you go through IVF at 40? What does it matter? Are you happy? Then screw everybody else. And that's what annoys me so much about society, especially for women. We are on this timeline, this imaginary timeline that sometimes doesn't happen. Or if it does, think about the woman whose timeline worked out for her. Do you know where she is now? She's most likely divorced and she's upset and she's paying for therapy and probably not getting any alimony. You want to know why? Because her timeline, her stupid timeline that she was told to set for herself, she did it too early. She did it too quick. She didn't think things through. The the three T's I always talk to you all about, think things through before you do them. Why do you think I've been engaged for two years? Because I thought things through. I knew I wanted to be a house. I said, Robbie, I said, I do not want to come home from my wedding and move in with my parents. So we are getting a home. A wedding was not top of my list. I needed to have a secure home. That's just the, what I thought. You know what I mean? But if I would have gone the way the timeline is supposed to go, who knows where I'd be? We'd probably still be in Yvette and Reggie's basement right now. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm not judging. I just didn't want to be there anymore. And also, like, we were there for a year with COVID. We couldn't even leave the house, y'all. It was a dark place for us. Let's not talk about it. But you know what I mean? Screw the timelines. At the end of the day, I'm going to keep saying this. What does any of it matter? If you are single, if you have a good job, Why would you want a man to come and ruin that? Why? Yes, you want love, you want compassion, but that's not what you're getting with these men. I know it because I talk to my single friends. And all of the things that women actually want out of men, the ones that they're dating, they're not getting that. And they're actually wasting their time, which is effing up their timeline. That's what effs up your timeline. You rushing and picking any Joe Schmo off the street. That's what fucks up your timeline. I'm sorry, now I'm mad. Because it's so true. Like, we have these timelines, so we're out here and we're just picking. We're just taking frogs in and out, in and out. And then we don't understand how eight frogs later we still don't have the right man because you've been kissing toads and frogs because you've been trying to keep up with this stupid ass timeline that you had to make because the world told you if you're not married by this time you're a failure if you don't have the career you want by this time you're a failure if you're still single and all your other girlfriends are married and in relationships you're a failure if you don't have kids right now you're a failure no i'm actually not i'm actually winning you're the failure you know who's the failure the person telling me to make these lists the person that stays up at night worried about who's engaged who's married who I'm sleeping next to, who's waking up and cooking me bacon, what baby's waking me up with the crying. If that's what keeps y'all up at night worried about what home girl and homeboy are doing next door to you, you're miserable. You're losing. You're the failure. They're winning. You know why? Because they're living their life and they're happy. And now let me talk about the unhappy people. If you aren't happy, then you know what you don't 
need, you don't need a relationship. Because if you cannot be happy alone, you cannot be happy in a relationship. A person can't make you happy if you don't know how to make yourself happy. So if being single is something that upsets you, you know what I want? You know what I want you to do? I want you to find a therapist. I want you to talk to them and I want you to find out why you are so unhappy because I bet you it has nothing to do with the relationship. I bet you it has nothing to do with it. It's that we've been made to feel that without a relationship and without a man, we are nothing. I've talked about this when I talk about Khloe Kardashian, how upsetting it is to see this woman who was not, not that she isn't beautiful anymore, but she's literally changed her whole face, her whole body. For what? Because society told her she was the ugly fat sister. She is now with the trashiest man of all. And having, she already has one child with him and wants to have another one with him because she is so desperate to be in a relationship because that's what the world makes her think that she has to do. Do you know how sad that is? How sad it is that women believe that without a man, without a family, they are nothing. Nothing. When we are everything, without us, you could be nothing. But yet you push us down and you make us feel less than because we don't have what? A family? A man? Oh, oh my God, I don't have a man. What am I going to do with my life? You know what you're going to do? You're going to do a freaking lot, girl. You're going to go far. You're going to go farther than half of us that have men because they're weighing us down and keeping us back. I'm not talking about you, babe. But you know what I mean? And I know it feels like you could sit back and be like, well, it's easier for her to say that because she's in a relationship. I agree. I agree. But when I see my friends, I've never been single and been upset. And I don't want any of my girlfriends to feel that way. I don't. I hate seeing my friends feel as if without a ring or without this or without that, that they are less than and they're not where I am. What What is the, yes, is being with Robbie and actually being in love, not being with Robbie himself, but having a partner that I love and that loves me back, is that amazing? Yes, it is. It's a plus to life, but it is not all life is about. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, I love being engaged. Yes, I love being with Robbie. I'm happy with the life that we are building. But I would learn to be happy without those things. I am happy because I am with my person, not just a person. That's the difference. That is the big thing of all of this. It's not just about being in a relationship. It's about being in the relationship that is right for you, that works for you. You want to be in a relationship where someone brings you up, not keeps you down. If you could write, if you could sit, then we'll, now we're going to go into what Sex and City has taught me. The movie. When after eight, after not Aiden, what was it? After Steve cheated on Miranda and they went to therapy and the therapist said, write all the pros and write all the cons about the person. And, you know, if, see what outweighs the bad. If you sit about your partner and write, if you are in a relationship, if you are in a relationship right now, I want you to sit. And I want, and if you're, if, you're teeter-tottering on what's going on, right? I've done it. I've done it, not just for Robbie's relationship. I've done it before Robbie. And hence to why we are now with Robbie, because the, the cons outweighed the pros. You sit down and you write the pros of your relationship and you write the cons. If you get to the end of that list and that con, and you can't even stop writing the cons, you know what? I, pack your bags, leave them. 
delete their number, block them, tell them, it has been nice knowing you, but I have to go now. Now, if the pros outweigh the cons, then you have nothing to worry about. Unless their cons list outweighs your pros. But see, that's why you should do this, because you need to know where you are with this other person. Like, Robbie and I always say to each other, you annoy me to no end. Like, we low-key hate each other, but I love him. Like, don't come for him. We will scrap. We will go at it. Like, I can talk about Robbie, but, like, you can't talk about Robbie. That's not cute. We're not going to let that happen, you know? So, I got amped up on that last one about singleness. I'm so sorry. My heart is palping. I need to take another sip. Hold on. Okay, I'm back. So, whew. I just want women to be happy with themselves, to sit in silence and be happy. And I actually put a post out um, on my Instagram, on the Janolaism Instagram, and someone wrote back and they actually said sometime, they said, I'll read it. They said, I said, if if you are single, how do you feel about it? Sad or happy? I would like to say 78% of you said you're happy. But 2% of you said that you're sad. And I get that. I understand that. But someone wrote back and said, depends on the day. Like if there's a snowstorm and I have to shovel, I'm sad. If it's a beautiful summer day, we're for the streets. But also, I feel that. Like, I I get it. We go in and out. You don't have to be happy all the time. And she also said, but it really does depend. For the most part, it's fine. But sometimes wanting to share certain things with your partner hits different. And sometimes that's missed. And I get that. Like, coming home and, like I said, my favorite thing to say to Robbie is like, how was your day? And for him to ask me back, how was your day? And we talk about that. Like, it's little things like that that mean so much to a person it just does so I get both sides I get, I'm not saying you can't be sad but I'm saying don't let society make you feel like you are sad don't feel sad because you think you're supposed to be somewhere and you're not there yet that's nothing to be sad about do you know what that means that's not that means you're not supposed to be there right now I've had so many people you know, DM me whenever I post something about Mobby and be like, what's the prayer, sis? What's the prayer? There's, it's not that there's not a prayer. There was, I will definitely say there was definitely a prayer that I said for Robbie, not knowing it was for Robbie. And I remember when I maybe was in high school, end of high school, about to go into college. I went through a really, 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 (laughs) if you were around for that time, God bless you. If you're still with me as a friend, you know, I went through a really, really, really bad breakup. And I remember I sat down and I just wrote down everything that I wanted in a partner and oh I wish I knew where it was I'm sure it's somewhere in my parents house or like even in an old box before I left for college that I packed up and one day if I find it I will read it to y'all but I I don't remember exactly what it was but I can tell you I'm most likely sure Robbie hits everything on that list and that's what you have to do now do sometimes we have to be a little bit crazy my list was not crazy I know that like some people like he has to make this amount of money all this stuff and listen I get that because money especially once you get to this age you want a man that can not only take care of himself 
but can take care of you if it needs to be. Now, do you need him to? Most likely not, if you can take care of yourself. But it's nice to know that he could take care of both of you if the event happens or if he just wants to. And even though I take care of myself, it'd be nice if you could take care of me too. I see nothing wrong with that. So, but I do think, you know, we do like, oh, he has to be 6'5". I do think that's where girl, I know girls that are like that. And I think we get a little too wrapped up in that because... It, it, it that at, at the end of the day <laughs> what does any of it matter that your man is six five it doesn't matter is that going to make him be better to you yes that might be more sexually appe- appealing to you but at the end of the day sweetie if that man is only six one and not six five that doesn't matter and that's where y'all lose you know that's where you lose me. I am not there. I call Robbie Columbus short. You know, that's my personal preference of a man. Maybe you don't think Columbus short is cute. I find Columbus short very cute. Is Robbie short? You know, I also did would have liked a six five man. Did I get one? No. And that's okay. And that's why I call him Columbus short. But he's my Columbus short. It's not for you to understand. It's just for us. Okay? Thank you. I don't even need him to understand it. I understand it. So, let's talk about Sex and the City. Sex and the City is a cult classic. It is amazing. If you haven't watched it, I need you to finish this episode and then go watch it. Start to second movie. Because every woman should watch it. Is Carrie toxic? Yes. Is Charlotte unbearable? Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. It's a seltzer. Yes. Is Samantha the best? Yes. Is Miranda's haircut awful? Mm-hmm. It is. But that has nothing to do with the message that it sends. And I think as I've gotten older, I've understood, as I go back now and I watch episodes, I totally get the message. I think when I watched it when I was in like high school, college, I thought it all about, it was all about living in the city and living your best life and having sex all the time and going out to clubs and parties and this, this and that. Or it was about being in that perfect relationship and trying to find love in the city. And yes, all that was a part of it. But the main story was the friendships and that friendship oh together now Carrie sucked but we all have a friend that sucks sometimes did she mean to suck no she was self-centered and sometimes we have a self-centered friend and they grow she didn't really grow out of it though because by the second movie she wasn't that great but let's not focus on that you know let's not focus on her cons let's focus on her pros like Carrie is someone you would have wrote a list on and her cons would have been more than the pros and we should have let her go but we didn't and I didn't write the story so don't come for me but anyway but I will say do you know who was a ride or die and a great friend Samantha Jones and I love her and when you look back you're like Samantha yes she was the sex part but she was the friends part she was there she was there when those women needed her no matter what like I think when Carrie needed her diaphragm out she pulled it out when uh, Charlotte needed something. She was there to, oh, when homegirl stole Charlotte's, uh, baby name, she cursed the girl out. She was, uh, she cried at Miranda's sister's funeral because she tried to be like the really strong one, but she couldn't be like, she, she wanted to come off as a really strong one. But really the reason she was like avoiding her the most was because she felt the sad, like she was so sad about 
having to console Miranda. She didn't know how to. And sometimes though, I know people get upset like, oh, this person didn't reach out to me. This person didn't reach out to me when so-and-so died. But I think that speaks to the person is that not that they're making it about them, but sometimes it's when you're so close to a person, you don't know what to say. Like I had a friend who just went through a loss and literally when I texted her, I said, I don't have the words. I am so sorry. I'm here for you. And I think we have to get to the point with being that it's okay to not say the right thing. Just say that you are here for that person and that you are sorry. I think that's also where we go wrong in things where we feel like silence is best. Silence is the worst thing to do in a friendship, in any relationship, because in that silence, the other person on the other end is coming up with everything of why you were silent and they don't really know the real reason. So now they're formulating all of these things in their head about why you were silent. And now you've become this terrible person in their mind when really you might be going through something or this reminds you of something or you just don't know what to say to them and you don't want to say the wrong thing to make them angry. But because you said nothing, you've made it worse. So my advice to you on that is say something. If it's a one word, if it's a gift, if it's, I don't know, say one thing. Say, I am sorry I'm here. That's it. Send an emoji heart. Sometimes follow up with them again in a few weeks. Three emoji hearts. I'm thinking of you. You're in my prayers. You know what I mean? Like, I think when you say nothing, in any circumstance, not just if someone lost someone, just in general, if someone's going through a hard time, reach out to them. Do not stay silent. It's rude. It's disrespectful. I know you think you're doing them a favor because you don't know what to say, but all you're doing to them is adding more stress to them about why didn't my good friend reach out to me? Why didn't they call me? Why are they just letting me sit here in this sadness alone? It's messed up. Uh, but Sex in the City, it just admit, it showed me. I, and I will say, Carrie being a toxic friend made showed me what type of friend I don't want to be. I don't want to be a toxic friend. I don't want to be a friend that if you're coming to me about something, that I make it about me. I, I don't want to be a friend that only comes to you when I have problems. But if you come to me, then I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't help you. Yeah. You know, like, I do think that showing Carrie is such a toxic person. It, it is a benefit to the show because you get to see that not all friendships are great. And some people, you know, you go through things and friends fight and it's okay to fight and it's okay to say your feelings. And it's, it's literally one of my favorite shows and I might watch it tonight. I love when E plays it. Um, and I have HBO Max. So I'm, uh, I just love Sex in the City. And I don't know how anyone, if you are almost 30, and haven't watched it I don't understand how I don't know how you haven't if you how you could have missed it because it's always on E like you've seen an episode or two there's no way you haven't you know um but to wrap it up I just want to say our friend the whole point of this was that women need to like push other women up friendships are at the forefront that is what matters in life Yes, a spouse matters and all that, but at the end of the day, <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't gonna say it again, but the fact at the end of the day, you just want your girlfriends, and that's what my bachelorette trip showed me. It showed me that my friends are so important to me. Being around them for three days was amazing. I've never, I have never laughed and cried. Like, I'm not kidding. There were so many points on that trip where I was laughing so hard that I was crying. Like I couldn't get myself together. I had an amazing time, and I think having such a great group of girlfriends is amazing and to have I will say having girlfriends from different walks of your life like whether it be high school or childhood or college 
or a coworker that became one of your best friends and to bring all those people together and for everyone to get along and for everyone to have a good time is also such a good feeling because I that was another thing that really always I never want anyone to feel left out I never want anyone to feel like I'm not especially if you bring all these people on this one trip and someone feels like they're not getting enough attention or someone feels like oh I don't or someone doesn't like so oh I hate that feeling I just don't even think about it um but for everyone to get along and just have a great time and for my friends to become friends oh I love seeing that I don't get girls that find it weird um like if you introduce me to someone and then like me and her also have our own separate relationship I don't I don't think you should get mad at that I don't I have so many friends like my friend Alexa and Ariel I feel like they've like they stayed together in the same room on our bachelorette I wasn't like oh my god why are they staying together I was like oh my god I'm so happy that means that if you sleep next to a girl and you guys are in like a full or a queen bed together you like each other you're not just doing that just because and there was enough beds for everyone to be on their own so you know what I mean like that was so exciting for me um I think that's what we need to focus on especially in 2021 the years have been rough, but like your friendships will really see you through some of the darkest and toughest times. And without good girlfriends, you won't manage. I mean, yeah, you need your family, but sometimes you can't talk to your family about things, especially if they're older. You know what I mean? Like you don't want that type of advice. It's like a judgmental advice. It's like talking to you as they're an adult and you're a child. You want to talk to someone that is your equal and that is your friend. And you want someone to be honest with you, but you want someone to be gentle. Sometimes you have to be harsh with your friends, but for the most part, you need to be gentle with them. And that's what I think Sex and City taught us. Like they had the, when, um, oh, what was it, Miranda when Carrie kept going back to big and Miranda was like, why do you keep doing this to yourself? You know how it's going to end. Like that was harsh and Carrie's feelings got hurt, but Miranda was honest with her. You have to be honest with your friends. And sometimes tough love is the best love. And that's my Janolaism for this week. I love you guys. I'm sorry if I went on a rant. I'm sorry if I got worked up. I'm sorry for slurping in your ear, but I love y'all until next time. Have a great week. And that wraps it up for this episode of Janolaism. You know where to find us at Janolaism on Instagram. And please share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't have Apple Podcasts, oh, you're a droid user, sorry. But you can also listen on Spotify and, of course, Anchor.